This episode is brought to you by Jing's Mortgage Team. Jing's Mortgage Team is a team of real estate mortgage professionals whose mission is to help anyone with their real estate needs. If you're looking to buy a home, sell a home, refinance your home, have credit issues, or in need of an investment loan, we can definitely help you. If you're looking for a real estate agent, we know the best of the best real estate agents. Visit the link below for more information. For our viewers that are first tuning in, um, this is Secret Sauce with Hamilton Lau, a podcast that strives to peel the curtain back on different entrepreneurs, what makes entrepreneurs successful, mindset, what makes people tick. So I am honored today to have the awesome Vinny. Thank you Sachin for having me, man. On Secret Sauce with Hamilton Lau to talk about what makes him awesome. And I, I appreciate Thank you again. You, I noticed when I was doing some research about you that there are some interesting consistencies about your life, whether bartending or you're looking, you were working, I believe, in a wine distribution. Yeah, beer, company, wine sales, right? yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Many of your positions, you always strive for leadership position. And I consistently, yeah. <laughs> I think like the last 15 years, yeah, whatever much, whatever yeah. position you were in, you always strove for a leadership position and leading you now to your own boss, right? As an yeah. entrepreneur and as one of the top agents uh, in At Burn and Swing. And, swing yep. and also uh, a CEO of your own company, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm so excited and fascinated to see what is behind this awesome entrepreneur here. But first, I mean, I guess, you know, let's talk a little bit about you. Let's tell us about your background and your parents, where you're from yeah so i mean i'm from queens new york originally so my parents had that dream early and i came to long island when i was one we moved here my parents are both immigrants my mom is from india my dad is from afghanistan i'm the oldest i all i remember as a kid my dad was always working what, what did he do uh he did an array of things his main business right now he owns his own franchisee of 7-eleven mm. he has a couple of stores but growing up he did everything i when i mean everything he was a taxi driver. Uh, I remember going out in the morning with him when we first moved to Long Island. He went on a paper route, so we would go out. He'd wake me up in the morning. We'd go on the paper route together at like six o'clock, go pick up uh, eggs from Stop and Shop, and then go back and have breakfast with our family. He had a, during the 2000s, he had a bunch of cell phone stores. You know, I think that's kind of where I got a lot of it from. You know, I've always seen him. It's funny when the, what I notice is when entrepreneurs and self made people always have their own schedule and they have the flexibility and they trust in themselves and they're ready to work to the bone but I always notice they tell their kids get a job make sure you go to college you know like it's very interesting that they're living one life telling their kids to be have a stable job get a good income make sure you have a safe career and I've heard that my whole life from my parents and go figure I turn around and I'm kind of doing exactly what he did right I have my own have obviously have my own company I'm a real estate agent with Burden Swing it's kind of ironic how my whole life he said get a job be safe Make sure you do good in school. Make sure you do good in college to get a great job. And now I'm doing this. Have they ever worked in like a nine to five style of job? Never. Interesting. I wonder yeah. if, what do they say? The grass is greener. Right, on the other side. Exactly what it is. Always on the other side because he was really working so hard. He's he, like, he just, he didn't know. He saw his customers, right? Right, right. He didn't necessarily know the grass maybe isn't greener on the other side, but he just wanted, you know, in his view, Hey, maybe it's a little better if you guys get exactly. a secure nine to five job. My mom did have a job at Bloomingdale's for a while. Business is very fascinating to me because when we think about the American dream and just being American, we always think about being your own person, being free. 
Correct. being able to do whatever you want to do. And to me, it's like there's nothing more American than being entre- an entrepreneur. Yeah. Because you can literally live out your, your dream. life, your yeah. dream, your yeah. life, whatever you what want. you're comfortable with. Yep. Right. So it's fascinating. It's always fascinating to me when I speak with entrepreneurs such as you, just because I, I want to figure out what is it about your experience that gave you this perspective. Your father has always been that hustler. Always. You looked at him and admired. Yeah, he was a shot caller. He was the guy, you know, that buck stopped with him. He never complained. I mean, in business, as you know, there's really, really good years and there's really, really tight years, but he was always ready. If the tight year came, he would just work harder. You know, he never really made it feel like anything was wrong or, you know, anything was like, you know, business was wasn't going good it's just he just did what he pretty much had to do to work harder a couple years he would and when it was good he could take it easy a little bit maybe we got a new car or something like he would enjoy it i want to actually ask you since your old man was always telling you hey get a nine to five be secure right like was there a point in your life where you believed him again judging by your history clearly (laughs) you you ended up not following that advice but was there there a time where you actually believed him and tried it out i tried man i had a i went to college right college for me was like extra little longer because I guess my focus wasn't there and I was always working and I was always having these like side hustles you call them and you know I bartended for a long time during college but then I was always doing something like I'll give you an example like remember the iPhone drop iPhone craze used to be there so I used to be the guy that waited online paid for money to get like 10 of them and then buy 10 of them and then resell them for like a you know $300 profit each and you know I was that would be like one little side hustle you know so it just my focus wasn't in school it's not that I was ever like a bad student or I didn't get it i just i don't i know i don't want to be like a doctor or a lawyer or surgeon or engineer physical therapy you know which is all great but like all the classes i'm taking are basically just telling me what i already know in a sense they're just giving like like words for it capital okay the money you need to start a business right like or you're working money like you know i know what that is conceptually and now i know it's capital thanks so you know i didn't think i needed to sit in the class to learn all these things you know so which is specifically that was my take from school right so my focus wasn't there which took me a little bit longer to finish but but I had to try it out. I had to try it. That everyone's telling, get a job, get a job, make sure you get a good job, make sure you get a safe job. I've been hearing that my whole life. Obviously, I'm making it by by doing all these other things. But so I got a job at like this like medical device company, and I was on the back end, and it was a good job. And you know, I was doing a lot of like their their logistics part. Oh man, it's from the first day, I was just like, what is going on? Was that wire wireless touch? No, no, no. That no. was a cell phone company. Oh, oh okay. Uh, it was a uh, Genadine Biotechnology. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was a s- small stint on my. Okay. Six months, and I was just like, I can't do this, man. Right. What was it about it? Like, it's just like you would go in at nine, right? And you literally, just literally, would be like that. You go in at nine, sit at your computer, and then you have all these orders to fill, and this is coming from there, and Matt, and you're just on your computer the whole day. And maybe I would talk to the guy that sat next to me a little bit. You know, you look for your lunch break. You're looking forward to it. I was always like the extra fifteen minute guy on my lunch break. I was like, it's all right, man. Keep my like two dollars that I, you know, for the fifteen minutes, right? So I just you know the repetitiveness was just like miserable to me the the lack of like talking to people or communicating with other people like face to face was miserable to me you know and i i looked around a little bit and there's nothing you know some people like that they like the consistency like you know everyone yeah there's nothing wrong with it so like people would go and work and then they would every week it'd be the same monday they would talk about their weekend tuesday wednesday the weekend stuff would fizzle out they'd work really hard they'd get all their stuff done and then thursday's like oh what are you doing this weekend and i'm just like what like i don't 
don't even live like that. And I was actually bartending on the side. So I'm like, I'm going to go to work this weekend. Like, I want to try to make as much money as I can, you know, like, and again, the hard, the more you work, the more orders I fill, the more I try to be efficient in what I'm doing. You'd always get pushed back from three other levels higher because, you know, it's not their idea or you would not get compensated for it. Right. So if I figured something out to make things easier, they'd be like, good job, buddy. And they'd be move on. It's not like good job or here's your promotion or, or here's they'll another get dollar. Credit, or they'll get yeah. The or they'd be like, it, right? yeah, like, you know, right. so I just wasn't really feeling that at all. I, I, it's just not my personality. And, you know, if it was up to me, I'd work 10 more hours in the day to make more money, but I couldn't do that. Right. So it just didn't suit my personality at all. Mm. So I did try, I gave it a fair shot. I gave it six months and I just was like, I'm out. Yeah. So, I mean, after that, I went directly into sales. Yeah. And from there, this is all, you know, all I, all I know. And all yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> so when you, uh, when you got into sales, you know, talk, talk us about, talk us through with uh, your perspective on moving up. Because that's, again, consistent in, yeah. in your history. Because it's like, it doesn't seem like you were, I mean, based on what you were just telling me, I, I can have my assumptions, but I'd love to hear mm -hmm. from you. It, it doesn't seem like, you know, you're satisfied with just, doing the regular nine to five like you want to be in a position where you're you're your own boss in a way or at least yeah. leading people right uh so i mean look the way i think is this like and maybe just a skewed view like i watch tv i read books i watch instagram and i'm always seeing like things and people and there's i just think that there's so much more that is just in like what you see day to day and i always think like why can't i get that or why can't i what is wrong like am i doing the wrong thing should i work harder should i do this so in that sense of like leadership and moving up and what's next i'm always thinking like what's next so when i got my job at uh the next job i had was at manhattan beer distributors mm -hmm. right it's like a major 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 beer distributor in all of manhattan like they're big time so you know i got the job as a salesman and then automatically i'm the guy that's coming and work and at work and i'm always wondering like how does this work like i'm not just gonna go do my job and like leave i'll be like okay so how when i put in the orders like where's the order going and where's it getting processed and then how does it how are they getting no like my truck is is the one that's you know with my beer and what my stuff you know I'm, oh i would be in the back with the warehouse guys like oh how do you do this what's going on just because that's my meant like my own self like i'm always wondering like how does this work how does that work right why is this process like this right so i guess by asking those questions you learn more right some people like to just do what they like to do and then go home so i would you know that kind of made me like a little bit more better at my job i would say 100 right and because if you know the process wouldn't you argue that you're it would make you a better salesman yeah because i know you'd exactly. be able to answer questions and also because you're in sales yep. kind of highlights some of the great things that your could, you and your company can offer exactly right, right? so look so I, ahead, I know yeah, i could be like here that, yeah. I, listen i know i can make it like you know especially being back with the warehouse guys you become friends with them like so if a delivery is like off the after the cutoff i could hey listen do me a favor can you get it in for tomorrow so it made me a much better salesman it made me build a lot of relationships which is huge in any type of business life anything and that kind of brought me to the leadership stuff there and like i said like i always think like what's next so once i did this one position all right like cool it takes me a couple of months to learn what's the next thing now i could do what's the next stage i could learn so with each stage every step you learn more so i'm always trying to just like as i go in the back and try to figure out how operations work i just want to learn the next step of sales or next the next or you know so yeah. that's what kind of draws me to all these yeah. Leadership roles. It's not that I purposely do it. It just so happens. That yeah, like that's part of what it is. It's just so happy because you're such an initiative taker. Yeah. That usually initiative takers are in leadership, leadership roles, right? Now right. people are asking me. The new guy gets hired. Right. How do you do this? Oh, come sit down. I'll show. You. No, so yeah. it's kind of it just came 
part of it. It's not that I seek it. It just comes with the territory of trying to learn as much as you can. I'm very excited to talk to you because I think our culture perceives business. Because you went to business school, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, you went to business school and, you know, everything you said is correct, right? Like, I think business school is for people that have no business background at all. Yeah. Doesn't understand what capital is, for example, exactly. at all, right? And it's like people get like a MBA <laughs> in business and like, you know, they come out and it's like, okay, now, now I, I want this. You I know, want to do business. Position, right? <laughs> do but I, I think, I think really what the, what's important to note is the drive and the mindset has to be there in order to be successful in business. Would you agree or? 100%. Because it's like, you can, you can get a PhD in business. And know right? every term and ever know everything. Yeah. Ex exactly. Like you can get the highest accolades of education in business, but yet if you don't have that drive mentality, that hustling spirit. You're well, just going to have a lot of words that you know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. And you know, I think there, there's value in this because again, it seems like you embody entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial spirit. It's like, For sure. you want to be your own boss. You want to, you know, be a better salesman. I, I, I got to talk to you about yeah. the sales positions because it's like, you know, I think our culture also perceives sales in a very like negative, yeah, sneaky. Right? Uh, yeah. I agree. I agree. It's, it's very strange. That's I, like the first thing you have to overcome when you're doing sales. Yeah. Right? Someone thinks you're trying to get them. Yeah. yeah. But to, to me, it's like the, the reality is you're just connecting the people together. Yeah. Right. It's like you have a need. I have a product. I'm going to show you the product. Are you interested? I'd love to help you. Yeah. Right. And, you know, and as you were mentioning before, it seems like best way uh, for you to be more efficient at sales is being more knowledgeable. Right. Being absolutely being able to hustle more and talk to be more efficient, talk to more people. Correct. Right. So thank you for that. I think uh, I think our viewers could definitely gain a lot. Yeah, man. I mean, that's the big part of you can't be everywhere. Right. Yeah. So you have to be efficient. You have to definitely know what you're talking about, because like to your point. Right. So people look at sales like you're trying to get one over mm -hmm. on them or you're trying to just do everything for money or, you know, it's really not that. Mm -hmm. I think that if you have a good product or if you're trying to do the right thing, that you really are just trying to push your product, but push it in a way where it helps them. You don't want never want to sell anything that's bad for somebody. Right. I think that's where when people get that experience, that experience travels further than, hey, I bought a house from this guy. He did the best job in the world. Call him where it's like, oh, I got this. I got this house from this guy. He didn't know anything. He ruined the whole process for me. I think that story for some reason travels further yeah. than the first one where everyone thing was right. He told me all the right things to do, negotiated all these things. They'll tell like their close family friends that and they'll make sure that, you know, they, maybe they might refer you. But I think that negative experience for some reason just travels further. Mm. So what the way I look at sales is more like in anything I've ever done. And somebody actually told me this and they said, you should look at yourself more like a consultant in that sense where you have this product or this thing that you have or, you know, and somebody out there could be really good use for it. A, your job is identify the person that it could be a really good use for. And the second is teach them how this could be good use to them. End of the day, if you're doing that, you both will have what you need out of that product, make money or sell more beer or sell houses or get the perfect house or, you know, sell, have the solar panels and be more efficient. So once you find that person and you teach them and guide them the proper way for it, to use it and, ha and have it, then it's like a no brainer, right? It's like a win-win. Yeah. You know, I noticed is that people associate doing good things with selfless, there's no gain at all. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Which, there's nothing wrong with charity, right? Not people who just do things without yeah. any kind of gain. But, you know, how do you feed your family, right? Exactly. So, so to me, it's like, there is absolutely nothing wrong with, you know, helping people and that with a you know whether it's a house or there's something at the end yeah exactly and then you gain from it but legitimately helping yeah people. absolutely I, you, know? you know i think that's i never heard that perspective but that's very true yeah. people do like oh if you make something out of it like there has to be something wrong 
no, no, like I'm really just helping you. It just happens to be that I get, you know, something out of it yeah. at the end. Yeah. And I'm going to try my hardest to make sure that it's the perfect thing for you. But, you know, what, is, what are you worried about me for? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah. I think in, the, in our culture, the entry level to be sales is yeah. low. Yeah. Anybody can get into sales. Yeah. You know? but, but anybody cannot be good at being a good sales. Correct. Right? Like, it, I think it's like an art form. Definitely. It because it's really like, it's, it's, it is part, in my opinion, part of the American dream. Because it, that American mentality, American, you know, because because you're you're free, you're you are who you are able to be. You're you are you do it your way. It, you do it your yeah. way exactly. And the better you do at it, the more money you make. Simple as that. Exactly. With of course the the priority of helping people. You know, I think sales. I think it should be a redefinition in my opinion. I of, agree. Of what I agree. Sales is because it's like you, you know like recategorize it or yeah something, it's not yeah. it's not ripping people off i think they're bad salesmen absolutely will rip people off absolutely. short term you're absolutely right just in some like short term they get a short-term benefit of closing the deal but, but they will not have a long-term benefit their reputation is tarnished exactly there's no referrals you know they'll remember that like that person is being shady you know i want to come back to this because you know you were mentioning before about doing the right thing yeah you know and that you know uh, it seems like the secret sauce for you, you know, in being successful, is doing the right thing. Can you talk a little bit about that? Like, what is your, based on your past experiences, like, what is the right thing to you? So, uh, basically, I think the right thing is basically, look, I grew up in like a, you know, a household where literally when we were young, we really didn't have much room from apartments to apartments. But one thing, again, back to like my dad and my mom, like, they never really like try to take any shortcuts and they always were, you know, my dad could always, and my mom also could always hold their like head high wherever they go. Everywhere I went, I was always, you know, Jim and son. Oh, I love that guy. He's such a good guy. Everywhere. Growing up, that's all I heard. You know, it's literally all I heard. Oh, he's such a good guy. You know, out here a story. Oh, he picked me up from the airport when I first got to this country. I'm his friend's brother. He didn't even know me, but he would drop what he did come pick me up and I don't think my dad had anything to gain out of that right he wasn't like okay now thanks for the $50 give me $50 he just did it because that's what he thought in his mind was right so doing the right thing is you know kind of just been instilled at at a young age you should just you know you shouldn't have to rip people off to make money you shouldn't have to force anybody to do something that they don't feel comfortable with your goal in you know work or whatever is to make people feel comfortable right. making their decisions. Right, right. You know that's actually one of the good things I like about this brokerage is that they they kind of condone doing not saying doing like the right thing right but they the goal is to not basically sell a zillion houses just put them in and we're on to the next one or you know it's not really that environment here. The environment is to take your time, build the right relationship, yeah. you know, see what the person wants or needs. And then your job is to basically help them find that need, you know, and take your time with it. Doesn't mean if it takes six months, it takes six months. It's okay. You'll survive. You know, like some things take a little longer. Sometimes you do a sale in two houses. Sometimes you do it in 50. But as long as you stick to doing, you know, the right thing and looking out for your client and not make, making them feel comfortable, like you said, long term, you end up getting more out of it. You know, so your six months on the one client could end up to three more leads and just by being yourself and doing what you believe is right and you know you could go to sleep at night and just like you could feel comfortable with what you did in the yeah. day then that's you know there's nothing better than that and that's and that's important too right yeah. like back to this this idea of the american dream right yeah being able to sleep 
You have to, at man. Night, yeah. Be able to proudly look at yourself in the mirror Absolutely. and say, "I'm a good person." Absolutely. You know, I, that's very important because it's there's a sense of freedom in that, right? Yeah, you could walk around without hiding your head. You know. Exactly. You say hi to everybody. Anything wrong? Talk to me. You know, like, I, there's definitely a sense of freedom in that because I know definitely there's some people and people out there. I'm sure. They're scared to come out of their house, you know, like they're probably scared to face people. Because they ripped, they ripped, they ripped them off. Yeah. Right, right, right. So lesson learned, right, yeah. to our viewers, right? Do good yeah. by people, right? Rip people off, right? Don't, definitely it's, don't rip people it pays, off. It's like the statistics show that, yeah. you know, in any sales, it's about relationship building. Absolutely. It's doing the right thing, do, being a good person, right? Because that's ultimately what's going to lead you to a potential sale or lead you to closing, right? And even if, even if they don't, it's not a big deal. A big you're deal. you're a good person, and yeah, you it, made a friend. Like, what's exactly. wrong with what's wrong with that? There's right? nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, talk to us about this awesome endeavor that you're entering upon. You're a net zero energy yeah. you're CEO now. You're yeah, your own company, right? Is this Absolutely. your first company that you started? Not not really my first, man. I've had a string of companies. Oh I wow! Mean, Can you talk a little bit? about I mean, that? it goes back to even since I was like in I don't know, like seventh grade. What? I was the kid That's that was right. like selling. IPhone. Yeah, iPhone, right. I was the kid that was selling Pokemon and young. <laughs> and then, and then you know the i ninety five. My dad was had a bunch of cell phone stores, so that's yeah. kind of what was like wow. in my mind, right? Twenty four seven. My dad's had like a couple of stores in Manhattan, so that was like where my mind was, right? My cousin had learned how to change the case for the iPhones, for not the iPhones, the i95. That was like the color screen Nextel, like if everyone remembers beep beep going off, all that. So he taught me how to change it. And at that time, if you could learn how to do it, you know, for a seventh grader, it was $100 a phone to change. That's what the going rate was. I didn't make the rate. That's just what it was. So if you would go to a store, they charge you $100. So I learned how to do it. Like, you know, I practiced on mine. I took it off, put it on, took it off, put it on, took it off. I got really good at it. So then I got confident to change somebody else's. So I started changing uh, a lot of these cell phone cases for people in high school. It was like the trendy thing. You know, I don't know if people that are listening or I'm sure some people remember, but that was like the trendy thing. You'd want your next tell to light up. You'd want it to be different colors. It flashes. So I learned how to change the cases and I had started doing a bunch of those and you know like a hundred dollars to me was like equivalent to like a million in those days like that could last me like a month you know to be honest for with a middle school for seventh grader I was yeah. like with my friends like oh you want, want meals you want an Arizona <laughs> ICA I got you don't worry you want some candy I got don't worry about it yeah so we would walk you know so we'd walk in the deli like yeah whatever you guys want so you know I was uh then the next step would be that you know the, it would the issue started becoming getting the cases like the, we couldn't find them so me and my cousin we partnered up and we started this company called such accessories and that was like my first company that we ever really uh, like it was not like llc or anything like it was just we did it as seventh graders and he was in like ninth grade or something i don't know we were young but wow we uh we went online obviously the internet right was like newer at that time so we found like somehow we found like on there was no like ebay there was no like alibaba there was nothing probably like 2000 like yeah late, seven, 90s, yeah late 90s yeah like so yeah, no, they, yeah, 2000 that, right 2000 was i was in fifth grade so two years at 2002 yeah. So that early. So we found some website where we could just order them. And I remember like it was like we had to make an order and it was like $350 or something like that. And I was like, damn, dude, that's a lot of money, man. Like, you know, I keep spending this $100 I'm getting for a phone. Maybe I got 50 on, you know, 50 I could do. So we borrowed like 200 from my older cousin and he had 100 like to make this order for like 300 So we ordered these cases and I remember it was like $6 a case. They were selling them for like 20 in the store. 
So now we got this shipment of cases, and we're like, all right, like we went to our, my dad. He's like, dude, I don't, I'm not doing this, man. Like I got, he's like, I got something else, man. I'm not gonna buy these from you guys. Like I don't need to do that. Like right. it's wasting my money. I'm not changing cases in the store, because right. his uh, his store was actually right in Greenwich, so it was like business. He was like getting crazy corporate. You know, this right. is the cell phone boom, man. So like yeah. he was getting like the office guys getting 100, right. 200 lines. Right. He's like, I'm not changing a cell phone case. But that was a little bit more trendy out in the island, right? So. Right. What me and my cousin would do, what we did we did is that, so we lived in Lindenhurst and one of our best friends lived in Wontaw, right? So we planned this whole day out and we were like, he got a deal for us in Wontaw for, to change his friend's case. He was coming at like seven or something like that. So I remember on a Saturday, we got up and we timed it out and we went to every single stop in between and every single stop, there was an hour gap. So we went every single stop, we would walk up and down the main street, give us an hour, we try to sell these cell phone cases and we literally struck out in Amityville, struck out in Massapequa, struck out in Massapequa right. Park, struck out in Seaford, struck out in Massapequa and then we finally got to Wanto. So we're like, we hate the day, like it's hot, yeah. it's summertime, like we've just been getting no, like what do you guys eight like you know who are you kids walking into the store like you know what i'm saying like what is this like this is even work like so crazy oddly enough we get to wanto cell phone store right there that guy ended up being our first customer and bought the whole lot so we had all these cases we just had one left for his friend so that was like our first like business where we started then we he was calling us for orders i'm like dude why can't in my mind i'm like why don't you just look it up but i didn't know that's what business was like you have the need i do the work i figure out this stuff and you go get it for me because for him to go look and research it, he'd rather just pay me the $8 or $10 I was charging, you know what I'm saying? So that's when our such accessories business started. And then we tried to get like earphones and like that was when that was hot. That was like a total bust because we got the like the bad version and like the cheap one. And, <laughs> and everyone's like, get this garbage out of here. So we had, that was like my first company. So that was like my first like bug. But we did that for like a full summer, to be honest. That was like what we did. You made some good money. We did. And then school started. So then we're like, ah, we got to, you know, we can't be going up and down. And my dad's like, dude, where are you going? Like with this backpack at night with like these tools to go up like, He's like, dude, go to school, man. This is not, you know, this is, this is a good summer. You did it. And even actually, we went to Virginia one, in that summer because our uncle lived there. We tried to do it there, too. We got a couple of sales. So our enterprise was booming, but school started. So we had to get back to it. Yeah, we had to get back to it. That's amazing. Well, I mean, you know, tell us about how you felt at the time when you made all this money. I felt like Scarface, man. Yeah. I was like, yo. Like, I looked at my cousin like you. Yeah, I was like, like yo, we got money. Yeah, you know, it's probably like five hundred dollars. Was like maybe the whole summer we made like two thousand dollars each or something like that, which but, is amazing for. A but kid, for right? seven years, seventh grader, like that's a lot of money, that's man. Lot that's lot equivalent money. to like I'm not even joking. Maybe like a lot, you know, like five hundred k or something like that. Yeah, you know, right, it's a right. lot of money. Like right, right, we could ride out the summer. We could get all the candy we want, all the ice cream we want, you know, all the baseball stuff we want, basketball stuff we want. So I felt great, you know, and that's kind of when I was like, this is kind of like, this is legit. Like this, you know, I could do it when I get up on my own. The risk was, I felt like, you know, the $300 risk of getting that lot of, was like everything in the world to me. Last thing I want to do is go back to my parents and say, hey, like I borrowed like 500, like $200 from my cousin. Can you give, help me give it back? You know, like yeah. it just would feel weird, but it ended up working out. So that's when I got that first bug of like, I got to just do my own your, thing. Your, yeah, I got it. Your own boss. Yeah, the flexibility is what I really love the most, man. Right. Would you say Would you say that all the other uh, entrepreneurial in endeavors that you went on afterwards yeah. had that, or you refer back to that first moment? Always, it's man. Like, it's the first time. It's I, like you know, such a euphoric feeling. I'm, I can imagine. It's amazing, man. Where it's like you had an idea, you made it happen. Yep. You got, you know, in that case, you got the inventory. Correct.
Correct. And then you you took sold the risk. it. Yeah, you took the risk it. and you sold it. And like, there's just nothing more. Nothing better before, than that. Take nothing better than this that. This is like, yeah, right? this is amazing. You know, like, <laughs> and then you start thinking like, why doesn't everybody do it? You start like thinking like things like that. But as you get older, you realize like when people do business, they focus on what they focus. So you have to figure out your space in the world. Yeah. Right. And then maybe also just figuring out the when to continue, when to quit, right? Because I can imagine if you didn't make that last stop, the wonton you said. Right? Yeah. Exactly. If you didn't make that last stop, the wonton would we be. Would we have a different Vinny such you today? Possibly. I that was a. I'll never forget that moment when he was like, we were defeated, man. It was hot. You know, we bought like one bottle of water each. Like twelve. 12 and we were already like three hundred dollars in debt. I was like, dude, I can't even buy this water. Another dollar. Like you know, like I'm thinking things like that. Eight dollars for a ticket. I was like, oh my god, dude. Like this day is expensive to me. Like two dollars on water, eight dollars on this ticket. You know, we're trying to hide in our pocket to get to the next stop, try to like not get caught right, right. to get the punch card or whatever, you know? So like, we're just like freaking out. Like, you know, I'm like, like I said, like $300 in debt at seven years old, seventh grader. I mean, it was like a lot, yeah. but that last stop, the guy's like, oh, I'll take the whole lot. I'm like, excuse me, yeah. the whole lot. He's like, yeah, these are great, great, great. It's one of the best, like he was like, one of, I remember he's like, this is one of the best uh, quality ones I've seen. And then I <laughs> use that same line on the next people. I was like, he's like the best quality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it's amazing feeling man and yeah. it's like addicting you know yeah. to just think of something and just it something happens from yeah. it you know yeah it's it's great because it's like you know it's it's such an honest it's honest work yeah it is it's honest it's i'm honest a salesman work. but it's honest work it's man honest work running up and down in the heat and this and that and yeah. even you know like like back to what you said man people get that i was a salesman that day right i was selling these cases but i really did have something that even the, the buyer thought it was the best yeah. thing in the world you know so you know that's, that's really what it was and it was very honest work yeah slaving away up and down those streets like it was hot you know like yeah. so yeah i think i think maybe me touching on something here i think maybe you know i think my advice to people who maybe does not have that hustler mentality yeah. maybe you know doesn't have that drive to go to that last stop maybe sales isn't for them you know it is looking yeah. for an easy way out like as you were saying like something nine to five or something it, i'm gonna guarantee paycheck yeah i just have to do the same thing again because there's nothing there is nothing monotonous about sales nothing it's always something going always on. 11 o'clock at night way, if I have. Yeah, a different way to make money you know absolutely and in an honest way right yeah uh, yeah so yeah, so so that's uh, I guess we'll come back to the net zero. I mean, yeah. well, well, is there another uh, great? No, story so there's no yeah, so yeah. net zero. Basically, you know, me and a couple of my friends, yeah. two of my partners, we were always looking. You know, I was in real estate, and uh, one of them's in banking, and we were always looking at like uh, trying to figure out. I've always been one of those people, like as you see, like I I fill my coffee up, and I don't use plastic. I think it's such a like you know, I think it's such a like bad path the world's going in, like just over consuming in the sense of like with plastic, it like makes me sad. I see those like pictures, the big plastic bed of like Texas, the side of that in the middle of the ocean. I'm like, you know, that's not good. Like, you know, it's just over consuming and there has to be, there isn't, there actually is ways for us to be more efficient in the way. And the biggest uh, consumer of energy is like the way we live, right? Our houses, our cars, all those things. So we were talking and basically there's all these things out there that can help that and that actually get a bad rap because maybe in the beginning it was the sales it was just such a crazy quick way to make people make money fast that they really didn't explain how it works or just did the deal or things like that but you know like one main thing is like solar energy it's such a if it works for your house it's the most it saves you it's like a win-win it saves you money less consumption of electric and you live a you have a cleaner footprint and for and there's no way like in those three things i said that it does like which one is 
as bad. You know, like, exactly. but it just has such a bad connotation. I put soil in my house, started getting leaking, and the guy didn't come fix it. So it has those like stories that travel further. But if you look around, more and more people are getting it, and that's a reason, right? Yeah. So we figured out what's the most like uh, efficient way where we could kind of combine all these things together, like water purification, LED lighting, and all these things actually help you save money. There may be like initial costs, but a lot of the time, like you could finance them. And we try to just put it together in one house. We didn't want to just be the solar guys or the lighting guys or the water guys. We wanted to be everything in one so that we could go to someone's commercial or whole residential house and give you a full energy audit on how to be the most efficient you can right. the cheapest way possible. And most conveniently for the consumer, right? Because it's all one stop shop. Right? Exactly. exactly. See, always thinking ahead. Then the next the next step. So the next right? yeah, exactly. and There's so many secret sauces here, Vinny. <laughs> there's so many different things here. I mean, I think it, it, it's going to be hard to really cap off on like one thing that makes you successful but i think like overall you know your your story is incredible that really it's really a accumulation of, of all of your life experiences that really you know got you to where you are and um i, I gotta ask you would you say it's luck or hard work that got you to where you are today i think it's a it's both man i think you know you definitely need luck we're already lucky you're born okay. like you know i look at you know when my i just had a son and right i was reading right yeah i was reading about it and like you know the chances of a kid being born is like one in a zillion especially you so that already you're lucky like mm. you know and i tell people that sometimes when people are feeling down and stuff I'm like you're born you wake up you can be alive like you're lucky as can be you know like especially living in america like we have everything in the touch of our hands so i think that's the luck part you're already you know and what you make of it is the hard work it depends on what you want out of it and what kind of what life you want to live and the hard work you're willing to put in you know so even people that are like born into wealth right like they could also even be in mentally bad places but they're not willing to work at being in the happy place or you know they feel like a void or something you know so it's not always just about like money it's about being happy in a mentally good space and if you're doing that then you could work harder because that's what you want to do right mm. so i think it's a little bit of mix of both i think if you're born especially when we're in america like you're lucky man you made it <laughs> and everything else is what you want out of it yeah if uh if you had a piece of advice to give yourself a younger younger Vinny, maybe yeah. maybe the bartending Vinny yeah. or the middle school Vinny, would you do you have any piece of advice for them or would you say just Yeah, I would say just whatever you think you actually can do. You know, where when I was bartending I thought like that was my world. That was what I could do or you know I have to go to school or college or I have to live this type of life or I'm gonna get you know this is where I'm gonna be but realistically if you whatever you think and you think of yourself in 50 years and that's how you want your life to be like you could do it like you can 100% do it you just got to figure out the way to do it mm -hmm. instead of just going with the day-to-day -day, like take some time think about how you know if that's where you want to if you want to be like I don't know for example if you want to be like president or something figure out how to become president take the time do it and go take the steps you need to go to become president if that's what you really want to do and if that's what you really want to do you'll be willing to put in the work yeah. and you'll know very easily in the first two weeks of trying to be president if you want to be president or not because if you really want to you will mm -hmm. and you know if if you try and you realize that's not what you don't want to do it's okay it's not it's not the end of the world then think of the next thing that you want to do yeah you know yeah absolutely i i think you summed up so beautifully uh there's a quote that denzel washington said it was something like you know uh a goal without action to get to the goal will always stay a dream don't quote me on this like i'm just i'm just verbatim off the top of my head right but it was something along those lines of, yeah you know like a goal that doesn't have any action steps to get to the goal will always stay and remain just a dream that's what it'll be yeah 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 but like you know when there's action steps to, to get it you can actually achieve it and make it into a reality absolutely you know? But, but Vinny, I think, you know, I think a, a great secret sauce that I noticed about you too, you know, you're extremely real. You're 
you're you're honest with who you are, with your path that you followed. I mean, I'm so happy that you know you made great decisions in your life to get you to where you are now. And there's nothing more satisfying to me to see somebody who's being real with their life, real with themselves, and achieve success with being real with themselves. I, I, I feel like, you know, same time for our younger viewers who kind of feel stuck in you know where they are in their life and maybe you know wants to satisfy somebody else's dream maybe their parents maybe Correct. their spouse you know that don't want to take that leap you know i mean do you have any advice for anybody that that's like that that's going through you know uh, a, a turning point where they're thinking about starting an entrepreneur path or journey and they don't really know you know yeah i think the, the what i would say to them is there's no reason you can't do all, all of it so, for example, like, like say somebody has a job and they're living out someone else's dream, mm -hmm. right? Say it's, and it could even be like a high, like, like a doctor. Like say it is a doctor and he is excellent at his job and he's crushing it, but his dream is to be a violin player. Let's just, I'm going to yeah, just sure. throw some crazy, sure, sure, sure. right? There's no reason he can't do both, right? Or there's no re reason why he can't transition into becoming a violin player. Right, right. Or safely transition. Safely, yeah, so there's no, you, can, you don't have you know, to do one or the other. Right. Nobody in this world says that you could just be X or Y. Like you could do whatever you want and you could do it to the point where you're comfortable with it. Maybe he starts playing the violin and is like all right i'm cool with doing like a gig in like a wedding and i'm cool with doing a gig in these like cool bars and i'm like, happy with that but on the other end if you want more and you're like this is i'm doing like two weddings a week this is amazing i want to do four and then i want to figure out how to be in like the orchestra then you could do that right then you obviously you have to balance yourself of time away from work from family this and if that's what you really want to do you'll do it so that's what i would say there's no there's no like straight line right and there's everyone just because it worked for me or it works for you or it works for another person you got to figure out your own path to get what to do what you want. I love that. Thank you for that yeah. real honest answer because consistently when you, you know when I speak with entrepreneurs they have a similar uh, response. Yeah. You know, there is no straight line. That yeah. if you're looking for a straight line go get a 9 to 5. Yeah. You know like yeah. you know entrepreneurs make their own way. There's it's not black or white it's all gray, you know. Cuz everyone's experience is different, right? And yeah. that's the art and that's the beauty of yeah. living in America, right? Exactly. Oh boy, Vinny, I don't know how else better to end this. Oh <laughs> Uh, than that, you know, um, I'm gonna link Vinny's information in the description. Um, uh, Vinny is with uh, Birds and Swing, right. so uh, I'll, I'll leave his information there. Reach out to him; he's an amazing human being. Um, I'll also leave the information for Net Zero on there as well. Cool. You know, Thank you. Um, and yeah, Vinny, I appreciate Thank your you, time. Man. It's, I, an, it's honor. an honor, man. It's an honor yeah. for me. Thank you. I really appreciate <laughs> it. is brought to you by Jing's Mortgage Team. Jing's Mortgage Team is a team of real estate mortgage professionals whose mission is to help anyone with their real estate needs. If you're looking to buy a home, sell a home, refinance your home, have credit issues, or in need of an investment loan, we can definitely help you. If you're looking for a real estate agent, we know the best of the best real estate agents. Visit the link below for more information.